This is episode 369, How to Deal with Those Things You Really Don't Like About Your Partner with Daria. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Well, I am getting super pumped up because my retreat is this weekend. I'm so excited that I'm going to see many of you. A lot of you are coming for the Be the Queen graduation day and staying for the retreat. A lot of you are just coming for the retreat. Wherever you're coming from, I am just sending you so much love and light on your travels. And I cannot wait to be in the room with you. It's finally cooling off in Austin. We're going to have an incredible weekend. And yeah, I just, I just can't wait. I'm so excited to see you all there. And if you're wondering when my next live event is, I don't know. I, I have no idea. <laughs> That's why I was saying come to the retreat because who knows when I will do another one. But we may be launching another live Be the Queen at the end of this year, beginning of next year. So some other announcements coming up. But for now, we're just focusing on this weekend's event. And I just want to thank all my listeners. Thank you for continuing to listen, to write your rating and reviews. I hope you enjoyed last week's Coach's Corner with my friend, Danielle Laporte. It was an amazing conversation. And in the next couple of weeks, I will be releasing my pregnancy episode and my birth story episode. Um, Just haven't gotten around to recording those, but they are coming soon. And I hope those of you who are asking for the episode on how I got pregnant naturally and quite easily in my 40s, that dropped a couple of weeks ago, so you can go back and catch that. Today's episode I love because we get to talk about something that I think every relationship to some extent or another deals with, which is you love your partner. There's so many great things, but there are some things you just really would love to change or really would wish they would change. So as you're listening to this episode, consider, are you sure about your relationship? Like you don't have doubts, but man, there are some things about your partner that you really, really wish would change. Do you tend to maybe have high standards and wonder if you perhaps are settling. Are you really great at communicating what you need in a relationship or do you think you're great, but maybe you're not as great as you think? And finally, are you willing to be the change you want to see in the relationship? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my coaching episode with Daria. Before we dive in, I want to thank my sponsor. And I am so excited about this sponsor because I freaking love this product. Caraway cookware. It is so amazing. Caraway cookware is non-toxic. They have an entire line of cookware and bakeware. It's designed for those of us who really want a non-toxic home and it features a chemical-free ceramic coating. So food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard to pronounce compound will leach into your healthy ingredients. This is especially important for me because now I'm cooking food for a little Athena. Well, I'm boiling sweet potatoes. (laughs) People are like, has she started solids? Well, if you count runny sweet potatoes that are pretty much liquefied as solids, then yeah, she has. Anyway, back to caraway. So I love this cookware. Everyone that uses it in my house loves cookware. We're obsessed with it. I got it in this beautiful green color. It looks beautiful and it functions really well too. It's easy to clean. It's easy to use. I just love it. Now I have tried many non-toxic cookware. And I have found it hard to clean. I have found it really heavy. I have found that it doesn't cook that well. And I found my product and it's caraway. (laughs) So 
Some things you may want to know about it is that they have a 16-piece set boiled down to four essentials. So a fry pan, a saute pan, a saucepan, and a Dutch oven. That's what I got. And they also have a bakeware set that you can get. So I know if you like healthy cookware like me, you're going to want to run to their website. It's carawayhome.com, C-A-R-A-W-A-Y-H-O-M-E.com slash over it to take advantage of my 10% offer that I'm offering you through my podcast. Well, the Caraway is offering you by being an over it, not with it listener. It's exclusive to you all. So visit carawayhome.com slash over it or use code over it at checkout to get 10% off your next purchase. You can pick your color, you can pick your style, and you will know that you're cooking in a non-toxic cookware, which to me helps me sleep at night. All right, and now on to my coaching call with Daria. Daria, welcome to the show. How can I help? Hi, Christine. So before I get started, I just want to say I'm a really big fan of your show and I've been listening for a long time. So thank you so much for talking to me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. So my question is, I'd love to get your advice on how to address a sudden change of feelings toward my fiance and just this general feeling that all the big things in my life are starting to come together and I'm about to like get there. You know what I mean? But I'm afraid of self-sabotaging or having it getting taken all away. Oh, you're upper limiting a bit, huh? Do you know that term? Yes, Mm -hmm. I am familiar with that term, but I hadn't thought about it in terms of this situation. Mm. Why does it not feel appropriate to this situation? Mm, I guess it just hadn't occurred to me that that's what was happening. But as soon as you said that, I'm like, oh yeah, that (laughs) makes a lot of sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So have there been times in your life where things were going good and you got the rug pulled out from underneath you or things got taken away or you lost something? Definitely some really big times for sure. So I was married before a long time back now. I've been divorced for some time, but I found out after getting married that my ex-husband was leading a double life. Mm. And I also came to the realization later that he was very abusive. I hadn't felt great before that marriage. I kind of knew getting into it that it wasn't the best idea, but we were, you know, on a train heading to the station and I felt like I couldn't get off and that maybe things Mm. would get better. So that was one instance for sure. And then I know growing up, you know, my mom got really sick and that really affected the dynamics of my entire family, Mm. especially my parents, but just in general. And prior to that, we had a pretty privileged upbringing. So that was definitely another harsh reality Mm. check. Mm. That's a lot. Yeah. It's It's been a time. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And just so much um, compassion for that part of you that went through all that. Thank you. Yeah. So with this part that is excited, but also nervous, is that, would, would you say that that is a good way to sum it up? Yeah, I think so. And I think what's been coming up for me recently is just this feeling of, of protection. Like I love my partner. He's a very caring and understanding individual, Mm -hmm. Um, but there are some 
things about him. And prior to getting engaged, I mean, we've been together for a while consistently now, but we were together on and off a bit before that, in part for some of these same things that are coming up where like certain things that he that he does or habits he has that initially didn't really bother me. Suddenly they just like really turn me off to the point where I kind of want nothing to do with him. And I feel myself kind of pulling away from him physically. Mm. And so that's what started happening again more recently. And it's kind of the first time since this consistent time we've been together that that's really happened. But because it was reminiscent of what happened before, I'm like, there's something going on here. And in the past, I just kind of, that's when I broke things off (laughs) where I was like, Mm -hmm. I feel icky. This, I don't think I can fix this. This isn't going to work. I love you. Bye-bye. And now it's like, no, I definitely know that I want us to be together but this feeling is like, like I can't move all the way forward if this is how I'm going to keep feeling about him forever. You know what I mean? Are you willing to share what an example of one of those things would be that feel icky? I'm just seeing if I can connect some dots. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. I guess like one of the biggest things is he talks to me really cutesy mm-hmm. sometimes. And I know I can play mm-hmm. into that a little bit. Like we're both very playful with each other. But it kind of gets to a point where I'm like, okay, this is not like, it's certainly not sexy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I'm not getting excited in that way Mm -hmm. by this. And so sometimes I just wish he could be more of a grown up, I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And have you talked to him about that? I mean, obviously I'm not saying I wish he could be more of a grown up, but have you spoken (laughs) to him about how – you appreciate the playfulness and there are some times where mm. it doesn't feel so good. I have tried to bring it up um, and talked about that specifically and other things like he's someone who doesn't like he's a cleanly person, but he doesn't pay a whole lot of attention to how he looks. Mm-hmm. And so I've just mentioned to him that, you know, Borrowing from some of your scripts, like it makes me feel really desired mm-hmm. when you put in a little effort, mm-hmm. but it's something that I feel like I'm constantly having to ask for. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten to a place where I feel comfortable and okay asking for things. Thankfully, I'm out of the place where you must anticipate without mm-hmm. knowing, reading my mind, all <laughs> of my needs. I know I need to ask for what I need, but sometimes it's like, so much asking, like, mm-hmm. can you please just mm, be more on my level more consistently without my constantly having to, can you take a little more responsibility for this? Mm-hmm. I guess is mm-hmm. a good way of saying it. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you love about him? Uh, I mean, definitely. I love his sense of playfulness. He has a really bright, sense of humor. He's also just a really good person, you know, where I feel like the world is better just because he exists in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's a really good friend to me and to like everyone around him. And he's one of the most consistent and reliable people. Otherwise I've ever 
met. Mm-hmm. And he's always been very supportive and understanding mm-hmm. of me and everything that I've been going through. So that needs to be your turn on. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cause you kind of got two choices here. You either are, are completely turned off cause you're paying attention to the things that you don't really love about him or you get turned on by the things you do. Mm. Mm-hmm. So like, how, how do you do that? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, it's difficult. I mean, you, you can make requests. Like I think it's an okay mm-hmm. request to, to, especially with the baby talk or the cutesy talk or whatever you want to call it. I, I think it's, it's just how you make the request, mm. you know, you wouldn't want to make it in the moment cause you don't want to shut him down. Right. You'd make it in the moment where, you know, you guys are getting along and you say, Hey, I just have a request. I'm a little nervous about bringing it forward to you, but I'm going to anyway, because our relationship is important. Are you open to hearing something? Mm. And if he still does it and doesn't change it, then you've got to decide, okay, like I, I either accept this or I can't be with this person. You know, that that's kind of what these things get to. Mm. It's like, and, but most people don't choose either. They don't have the ability because we want what we want to total move into mm. acceptance and we don't have the guts to leave either because we're afraid wow. we won't get anything better. So yeah. we just move into being annoyed all the time. Oh, which is, I've definitely been there in the past and I know that I can't, I can't do that again. <laughs> it's yeah. not fair to him, but it's certainly not fair to myself. Yeah. 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 So it's like, which one do you want to choose? Like end it, look for someone different or just accept that this might be how he is. Again, you can make requests, but it's like some people just won't change certain things. Yeah. And I guess that's another thing I've been thinking about. Cause I, I know that, right. Trying to change someone is an exercise in futility. Right. And yet making requests of someone reasonable requests is like an okay thing to do. And anything, something I've learned is a positive thing to do in terms of good communication. So I think I have trouble knowing where the line is. Like, when am I trying to change him versus when am I trying to change something he does? Right. Right. Mm. Well, the cutesy thing might be something he does. Him not caring about his appearance Mm -hmm. might just be him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I could be wrong, but it's like the mm-hmm. cutesy thing you might not have a, a communicated enough about like what you'd like differently. And I think that one is changeable. But if he's somebody that just is like happy and can, like, I would love to have the confidence to not care what I look like. That sounds amazing. <laughs> Same. <laughs> that sounds and he great. he's one of those very like quietly confident people where yeah, he, Yeah. Great. It is one of the things that I like about him. Great. That's beautiful. And there could be some times when you have date night and you can say, I'm so excited for our date night. What would mean a lot to me is if we dressed up. Can we dress up? I can have right. pick out an outfit. Like you can have moments of that, but you just might need to accept some of those things. Mm-hmm. And again, there is going to be a part of you because of having so many things in your life taken away, changed, rug pulled out from under you, there is constantly going to be a part for you scanning for the negative. Mm, Right. Because there is going to be a part of you that wants out. 
because it's easier just to leave than have it taken away from you. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I can also just, I can feel a bit angry because I feel like there's a lot that I've done. Like, you know, when we were coming back together, I knew I was taking a gamble because I was the one who was making the relationship, you know, go back and forth. That was on me, but I definitely did a lot to share, learn about attachment styles, having some really vulnerable conversations with him. And even not just conversations, but times where I felt super uncomfortable or, and just trapped in my feelings. But I knew like, nope, I just have to sit with this. I can't Mm -hmm. be asking him all the time to reassure me. I need to just, you know, ride it out. Or if I was having feelings to let him know and not keep them bottled up, those kinds of things. And sometimes it can feel like I've put in all of this work and what, with what's going on. And then it's kind of like, well, where you have some stuff you could be doing differently. Like what, Mm -hmm. (laughs) where's it feels a bit lopsided Mm -hmm. and that makes me feel not great. Yeah. Well, and this is where the communication comes in. Okay. Right. This is where you, you've got to have these, well, you don't have to, you can choose to have these kind of conversations (laughs) with him. But so the two parts, the two subconscious parts that are going to be running, Daria, that I want you to be aware of is, and they're, they're battling each other. There's one that's collecting evidence for all the reasons you should just go. Right. And then there's another one that's so afraid of getting the rug pulled out from under her. She's going to grab on tighter. Mm. Can you see those two parts working in the background all the time? Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to think about like which parts embodies each of those. Well, let's take like, so give me, give me an example and we'll talk it through. Yeah. Like I think I have a a younger adult part who went through, you know, my first, you know, terrible marriage. And she's the one who's kind of like, okay, like we've worked so hard to get here. We're in a really good safe spot. Why are we going to let the whims of some guy ruin it? Right. We should just cut our losses. Yep. Yeah. And then probably my younger self is the one who is scared of being abandoned and yeah. Yep. Yep. So can you see energetically that your fiance may be feeling a come here, go away energy from you at times? Oh yeah. And he said that, and that was something we've talked about a lot before. He was the one who kind of put a finger on my, uh, my cycling, I guess, for lack of a better word, before I even understood, I always saw myself as an anxiously attached person until I realized later, oh, I do the other thing and they're mm. part of the same, you know, it's, it's the come towards me now, go away. Yep. No, now wait, come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So if you're running that energy with him, how safe do you think he feels? Mm. Yeah, probably not very. Right. Right. So do you think that's going to inspire him to change? No. <laughs> mm. Nope. 
There it is. That's the Christine Hassler bomb drop right there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad it landed. Yeah. So for you, it doesn't sound like you're, you're wanting to leave this relationship right now. Correct? No, I, I definitely don't. I really want to make it work with him if it's, if it's meant to work out. Well, so the best way to know is to go all in. Mm. And to look at the, the come here, go away. No, it's running and work with it. Notice when you're in the come here needy place and notice when you're in the go away, avoidant place. And work with it. Right. And when you're in the come here needy place, go, okay, what do I need to do to fulfill my needs right now? To make myself mm-hmm. feel okay. To make myself feel safe. And are there anything I, are there anything I need to, is there anything I need to ask for? Are there any requests I need to make? And then when you're in the go away phase, it's like, okay, where am I getting scared here? You know, what can I do for myself to make myself, like help myself remember that was then, this is now. I remind myself that the rug isn't pulled out for me. And are there any needs I have of myself or him? And just mm-hmm. notice when you're criticizing him, you're in the go away phase. Right. Not criticizing, but judging or make, wanting him to be different or whatever. Yeah. Looking at, cause that was one of the things I noticed where it's like, you're not actually, you're not doing anything differently. Right. 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 I'm just feeling differently about it. Right. That's all right. of a sudden. Right. And I think the, I think the go away phase is the part that's harder for me to work with. Yeah. Well, now that you're kind of aware of what it is, so it's going to, your indicator, your alarm system for I'm in the go away phase is when you're paying attention to the things you don't like about them Mm, or judging mm -hmm. him or whatever. That's, you're like, oh, okay. Because that's like the beginning of pushing him away. You're annoyed by him. You're turned off by him, whatever it may be. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So that's how you go. Oh, okay. I'm in that. All right. What? Well, how can I lean in? Yeah. So when you say lean in, like, what are some of the kinds of things I could do when I recognize that's where I'm at? Look at what you love about him. Mm hmm. Go up and give him a hug. Be playful. Be silly. Break the pattern. Mm. Mm-hmm. Put on your favorite song. But maybe be dance. playful and silly in like a different yeah. way. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. um, put on your favorite song and grab him and dance. Mm-hmm. Anything to break the pattern. Right. Because that's what ha- – it. it it definitely feeds itself Yeah, where yeah. I start being annoyed by something and then I start thinking about that annoying thing yep. and then it, yeah, it, it grows. Yep. Yep. Totally common. So interrupt okay. the pattern as soon as you can. <laughs> it's nice to know that it's a, a common thing, oh, even totally. though I feel for whoever else is going through that <laughs> right now. Yeah. But I think, I think it's scary since we're, you know, working toward the next step of our relationship. Mm -hmm. And as much as I know, if I needed to walk away, I could, and I would, I really don't want to have to. Well, it doesn't sound to me like there's some terrible, unhealthy, toxic things going on here. This sounds like a relationship Mm. to me. 
nobody's mm-hmm. perfect at all. Yeah. And when you have had the past you have, you're going to be a little hypervigilant in particular and at the same time scared of actually having what you want. So you will look for the negative. You will look for the reasons not to be happy. Right. As a way to protect yourself. It's like, why would we do that? But we do it because it feels safer. Yeah. It's like, why would we do do it? And it's like, because it feels like survival. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Does this help? Yeah. I think the, I think the biggest thing you said, it just dropped. Can you say it again? (laughs) The bomb drop. You said it. (laughs) And it really resonated with me, but I can't put the words to it now. I don't even <laughs> remember. It always comes through so quickly. We'll have to go back and listen to the recording. But, yes. <laughs> you know, I think the the key thing was like really just accepting him. Yeah. Oh, it was about how, you know, even though we have a present that's more consistent, there has been some back and forth. Right. And so how helping him feel safe and right. me feel safe invites both of us to show up differently. Right. Oh yeah. So he feels the come here, go away energetically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I need to remember that, that even if I'm not talking to him about it, he, he can still feel it. Totally. And he's a very perceptive person too. Like I know he picks up on those kinds of things. Yep. So it's like, I'm not being a s- stealthy and hiding it right. or anything. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. So I'll just have to think of ways to help make it feel safer by sharing. Well, and and here's one of the key ways, and mm. this is what I'll say to you to wrap it up is that you have to feel safe, right? You're doing that come here, go away because mm-hmm. you don't feel safe. And what I want to tell you is that it's safe. You can trust life. You can trust the good, it's safe to be happy, it's safe to be loved, it's safe to be bonded to people in your life and have some of your dreams come true. You get to have all of this. Right. I think that's, I think that's another thing that I really needed to hear. Good. Good. So I'm thankful to Daria for bringing two really important topics forward in this episode. First, upper limiting. It's very common once we start to get the things that we want, we start to go, oh gosh, are they going to stick around? Do I deserve them? We often have all kinds of unexpected feelings when things start to go well. And you heard in the episode, she had many things in her life where the rug got pulled out from under her or something was going well and then it suddenly changed. So that's the first thing for her to explore and look at. We didn't have time to talk too much about that, but Daria, if you're listening, I'd encourage you to read The Big Leap, which I think is a great book on upper limiting. And also just remind yourself, like it's safe, like it's safe for me to be happy and keep affirming that. The other thing that was brought up in this episode is just, you know, when the hormones wear off and the infatuation wears off and we're into the realness of a relationship and having things about our partner that we just don't like. And I just want to normalize that I think most people, well, I can't speak on behalf of most people, but I have seen in my own life and in coaching so many people at this point that 
in most relationships, there are things about your partner that you just don't like and that you'd love to change. And they fall into several categories, but if we were to, to put them in, are these deal breakers or are these growth opportunities? And in Daria's case, it didn't really feel like anything was a deal breaker. It didn't feel like there was some toxic behavior here or things that she just, you know, wanted out of the relationship. And again, that's for her to think about, but I didn't feel like she was there yet in terms of, you know, wanting to end the relationship because of a few things. However, it did seem like there were some conversations to be had. And so my coaching to her was really twofold. One, stepping up in her communication to him, really making it known how certain things affect her. And and also I'll say to everyone, timing of this is really important. You never want to make requests when you're triggered. You never want to make requests when your partner's triggered or when you're in the heat of something. Like if they were in a fight and she said, and you don't do anything with yourself, you always look like a slob, that wouldn't have been the right time to do that. But in vulnerable times, in vulnerable moments, really sharing things like, for example, the baby talk thing or the cutesy talk thing, that's something that can be discussed and be talked about. And so far, she just hasn't said it in a way that he really hears it because I have a feeling that if he really, really heard it, she said it in a way that he heard it, that he may not change at first, but maybe with some gentle reminders, he would shift. And then there's some things about our partner that we just, we have to choose if we want to be annoyed about him or not. You know, this guy may just not care how he looks. How freeing is that (laughs) to just not care? Like she said, he's cleanly, but he just doesn't put a lot of effort into his appearance. And is that a deal breaker? Does that fall into the category of deal breaker? It didn't seem like it. So she's got a choice of like, either she lets it continue to annoy her and bug her and trigger her, or she just accepts this is who he is. And she really focuses all the amazing things about her partner. In fact, I'd encourage any of you to do an experiment with your partner where for one week, all you do is focus on the most amazing things about them. I think I've shared this on the podcast before. I was reading a book, I can't remember which book, but there was a story about how these psychologists or sociologists were in a training and the professor put on this video of a basketball game and they asked the people to count how many, the students to count how many passes were made. And so they were given this instruction and after the video was played, they you know, had to say, okay, how many passes? And most people got it right. And then one, one person out of the nine people watching the video said, well, did anybody see the gorilla that walked across the court? Now the gorilla didn't walk right across. It was kind of in the background, but if you're only looking at the passes, if you were just focused on that, you missed the person. It wasn't a real gorilla. It was a person in a gorilla suit. You missed the person in the gorilla suit walking by. And we do that sometimes. Sometimes we're so focused on the passes that we, we don't pay attention to the gorilla. Gorilla meaning all the good things about the relationship. And, you know, that could be a pattern for Daria too. If she's, you know, feeling a little unsafe, if she's upper limiting, she may subconsciously be looking for ways to back out, right? And then we talked about how she has the come here, go away, a little bit anxious, avoidant tendencies in her attachment style. And one of the, in her words, the bombs that was dropped in this episode was, well, energetically, what do you think that communicates to him? If he's feeling a come here, go away energy, how safe does he feel? Because people don't really change when they don't feel safe. So if you want to make requests of someone to change or to do a little more or a little less of something, that's a better way than saying change, then you better make sure they feel safe in the relationship. And if he's not feeling safe in the relationship, if he's got that come here, go away energy coming at him, he's not going to feel too inspired to really hear her request. So I want all of you to think about that. So that's your homework for today. 
whether you're in a relationship or not, even someone that bothers you, I just want you to pay attention to the gorilla. Just really focus on all the wonderful, amazing things and see what happens. All right, everybody, that's the show for today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over It Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe on iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.